Get ready for a lot of spicy popcorn talk. Jamie? Yeah. Let's go watch Real Genius and start that biography of yours, My Pal Val. Welcome to another episode of Good Times Great Movies. We're an 80s movie podcast, and every other week we watch a movie from the 80s and then we talk about it. I'm one of your two hosts. My name is Doug McCambridge, and with me, as always, just swimming in a pile of popcorn. Mmm. Yum, yum, yum. Mmm. <laughs> unsalted or buttered popcorn. How so delicious. much popcorn. How fun, though, at the end of that movie for all those extras to be swimming in popcorn. Children that showed up from nowhere. Children that just appeared knowing there was free popcorn. Well, I mean, how do you know? That had to set off quite this aroma through the whole town. I guess this house appeared to be in the middle of nowhere, like miles from civilization, and suddenly a busload of children show up. Well, for the popcorn. Oh, but you're Jamie Lorello. I didn't, oh, I right. didn't say your yeah. name. Okay. Here we are talking about a movie that has a lot to do with popcorn, I guess. Uh, no. Um, you know what? Wow. This should not be this difficult a question to answer. Popcorn for me is very much like a um, sort of the same way I treat pumpkin pie oh. in that I eat pumpkin pie like once a year mm-hmm. and I go, all right, that was totally fine. And now I need a year to kind of forget that I'm not a big fan. Okay. What's I, your one a year occasion with popcorn? Is it like when we take the girls to the movies or when we... That's exactly what it is. Okay. But nine times out of ten, I know I'm not a big popcorn fan, but I don't get it. But on that tenth time, I'm like, yeah, Let's I'm going to it- And then it feels it good. Shot. It yes. feels good. Yes. Yeah. Just like it's drowning in salt and butter. And for those first few bites, I'm so into it. And then I just – I feel – I don't feel good after I eat popcorn. Well, I know that's a dumb thing to say. Well, I, I, I think that the – especially the popcorn they have at movie theaters, is not meant to make you feel good. It's meant to sink your feet into the movie theater floor. It's part of the whole, all the sticky things that they sell, nachos and Twizzlers. I don't know, honestly. It's meant to elicit feelings of shame and regret. Well, Well, there there is tastier popcorn out there if you want it to be. I, I, um, I find popcorn like a, like a treat to have here and there. I don't love it or crave it, but if it's around... If you if you one. just found a piece lying on the floor of a guy's house, you would pick it up and eat it. I mean, popcorn. Uh, no, I guess I'm a selective popcorn eater as well. But no, there, that's fine. There, My, a simple question. Look, how long will it take us to talk about this movie? If we can't even answer the question, if we like popcorn without a five hour explanation, how do you feel about candy corn? Like a Cracker Jack. Oh, okay. Wait, candy corn. Oh, candy and corn cracker is jack, a different thing. Okay. Di- like candy a corn is disgusting. Popcorn. Like, I'm not. Uh, yeah, I, I don't okay. think I'm making any waves by saying candy corn is the grossest of candy. It's so weird. Candy. Um, boy, you know what? I got to tell you, I can't remember the last time I had 
Cracker Jack or caramel corn? Is that what it's called? Oh, oh a crunchy yeah. munch. Right, yes. Yeah. I, I could not tell you. It's It's been years since well, I've had any of that. your dentist so is very glad about that, I bet. Uh-huh. She yeah. told me today. <laughs> Peek behind the curtain. I just had a dentist appointment. She said, oh, it seems you haven't been eating caramel corn. <laughs> I said, you're right. No siree. I'm going to announce it today on my podcast. Yep. <laughs> I'll get that out before I get my movie title. All right, so let's go oh, on it's then. Real, uh, sorry. Yeah, we should talk about our movie. It's Real Genius from 1985. This is a patron's selected film. It's new patron, relatively new patron, Jody. Jody. Uh, so thank you so much, Jody. And Jody found us, Jamie, because... I don't know if listeners know. I have another podcast that I do. Oh, yeah. It's a Shit's Creek podcast. It's a shitty podcast. It's the <laughs> sh- well, this one's shitty. <laughs> that one's about Shit's Creek. Uh, but no, it's called Shits and Giggles. And we're going to be finishing up, I think, in February. We're oh, done. You got, yeah, because if the season's <laughs> done, what do you do? Yeah, right. Or Once the, the series the ends. series ends, yeah. It, it's It's over. So if people want to, you know, then that way. But it's always available to the people. The people can always access it. It won't go away. Yes. You won't have to wait two weeks between episodes. You can actually just start and listen to the whole thing now. That's great. And we'll finish before you finish. Look at that. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Yeah, but Jody uh, came over from that, and this is what she wanted us to talk about. Okay. And um, I said last time it might be a really nice palate cleanser from our very weighty Star Wars talk or very dense Star Wars talk, dense. something more light. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting this to start in space. I was kind of concerned. <laughs> you were like, where are we like, back? On. Why are we floating again? <laughs> I thought um. we were done. But this is, um, there's a few there's a few connections to stuff that we've done before. Yeah. The first one is the director, Martha Coolidge, is the director of Valley Girl. Which we ah, talked about we a did. long time ago. Yeah, the boy who plays Mitch. Uh huh. This is his second film role. His first film role, <laughs> he is credited as boy at funeral in Going Ape. Oh, really? <laughs> so I guess in the beginning, when apes are bequeathed <laughs> to uh, what's his name, Danny DeVito, uh-huh. and there's a funeral, he's just there. He's the young boy. Off of that, he got pretty much the starring role in this movie. What else was he in in the 80s? Because he was in a few things, right? I, I looked, nothing really jumped out. I mean, he's he's a working actor in that he's still working today. Well, in that he is Sarah Jessica Parker. Um, Wait, say that again. You, you don't think that, that he looks like Sarah oh, Jessica Parker? <laughs> Barrett said to me on he's like where where what else have we seen that guy in I'm like oh we've seen him in Sex in the City we've seen him in a lot of things this was his first role as a boy and then he transitioned to a woman I suppose because he is he looks like if you look at Sarah Jessica Parker in uh, Girls Just Want to Have Fun so you you think he just put on a wig and he is Sarah Jessica Parker in that and whatever that other space think, movie is we watched. You know how writers back in the day, like they would, they, female writers would, would give themselves a male name so that they could get recognized and people would read their stuff because, you know, it wasn't, I think for to get meteor roles, Sarah Jessica Parker posed as this male <laughs> actor that we're calling Mitch. Do you think Sarah Jessica Parker was in? going ape and then saw the credits and went boy at funeral 
Well, okay, I'll go with it. <laughs> it's very possible. <laughs> All right. Possible. Yeah, okay. Do you I, see it? I think you can see I the can, resemblance. I That's can why see you're not... it. They both have a very long face, yeah, let's say. Yeah, he's got very feminine features. Okay. <laughs> he's a handsome young boy. He is 15, a beautiful boy. He's a pretty movie. boy. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. I I would not refer to him as handsome. Val Kilmer is handsome. Yes. (laughs) Because it's Sarah Jessica Parker. What's the actor's name? Does he have three names? I don't know. I didn't write his name down. Okay. (laughs) We really did our research. I do like to think of you saying that and Barrett being like, this kid was in Sex in the City. (laughs) Like every season? Like, well, he was just like a recurring character? Was he dating one of them? Was he dating Cynthia Nixon? <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. That's great. Right. I love yeah. it. I love yeah. it. Um, so, yeah. So, th- this is... Uh, so, Mitch was in Going Ape, though. That's where we've seen him before. In yes. Our... Okay. Yeah, Mitch was and in Going Ape. And we've not... We talked about this. Have we seen Val Kilmer? This is our first well, Val Kilmer. Well, we were just talking about... Well, um, the, well the Top Gun. I almost said Hot Shots. Better movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, agree. Uh, I agree. That was it for Val Kilmer, I think. I, I think so too. Yeah, I mean, I it's so he is a st- like this is a star making performance. Oh yeah, I, like this is you can't take your when he's on screen. I am not yeah. paying attention to anyone else or anything else that's happening. And he does it so well. It's effortless. It makes you feel like this, like you were saying earlier um, before we were recording, how Keanu Reeves, you were talking about Keanu Reeves yeah. and how like the certain roles he's played that you liked kind of seem like what he's probably like for the most part in real life. Yes. <laughs> kind of. I mean, like a in stoned a lovable, out weirdo? lovable way. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Val Kilmer, just this seemed like that he is Chris. This is him. It was great. It was so fun to watch it's, him perform. It's this interesting character. to watch <laughs> this because my Val Kilmer knowledge, I'm going to say, is limited. limited. I mean, outside mm-hmm. of Top Gun, I don't mm-hmm. really know a whole lot of Val Kilmer movies that I've seen, um, especially when I was younger, because I didn't, I didn't see this when I was younger. Mm-hmm. It was about five years ago for some reason that you saw this that i saw this for the first time Mm. and i watched this and top secret another goofy val kilmer movie where i was like these seem like movies that i should have seen when i was younger but i haven't Mm -hmm. so i feel like my val kilmer knowledge you know the name because it's a great name oh yeah first of all is it it real is that his real name Mm. it seems too good it seems too good a name to be real well, it's great. And if yeah, it, and really. I hope it's short for Valentine Kilmer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we didn't do any research on uh, character names or Mm-mm. real names. But no. let's get into this movie because we open with blueprint credits. Oh, yeah. But they're interesting blueprint. It's all different weapons. Yes. Blueprints of weapons. And you realize later that's what they're making. But they don't know it. But they do. But they do. Don't question until the end. Anyway, well, they yes, don't question because they're they're young, they're naive. Like what? What? Who? Why would their teacher, who's clearly a creep, be doing yeah. anything that's wrong? Plays a creep in lots of yeah. movies. Like he is just creep role. Yeah. First day of class when William Atherton shows up, you're like, oh no, <laughs> this guy's going to be a terrible teacher. Yeah. Very mean to us, and uh-huh. he's probably up to no good. 
Yeah, he, and he is. Whether he's dealing with he? Ghostbusters or he's dealing with, <laughs> I don't know. He's a creep in everything. I can't even think of anything else yeah. he's in. But no, always I, a bad guy. Wonderful bad guy. He does a great job. Yeah. And he's our bad guy in this. Mm-hmm. He's the professor. So we open with space. Well, with vehicle. Space. Yeah. <laughs> We're open up in space. And I like the the man that they so there's a they're folk working on a laser system of some kind from space to capture humans on Earth or something. No, hold on, hold on a second. <laughs> capture humans. Well, because they get that one guy. No, they assassinate him. Oh, he's it's like it's this is like a they from, blow him away. Yeah, this is like a from space assassination ray, which seems no wildly complicated. <laughs> but that's. That's what they're trying to develop. Mm. Because An assassination weapon. Yeah, because these um, military higher ups. Yeah. We see that they're watching a video, like a promotional video for this <laughs> weapon. Do you think, does the military industrial complex or whatever, whoever makes these, do they have to make advertisements? Do they have to have a video to show people, like, this is what this missile does, or this is how this tank works? Well, yeah. How else do you start the, the to sell it? How do you get it I, there otherwise? I mean, I guess you're right. It's it's good marketing. I guess you yeah. can't just put a pile <laughs> of papers in front of them. And you can't just call a meeting with these higher-ups here in the, right? You got to kind of show them. Unless there's something to see. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like unless the lights go out and a projector turns on, I'm not interested. I'm not I'm not you can't just talk to me. I need visuals. I guess that makes sense. And and I think that's what this video is supposed to show. They blow up a guy who's just sitting in a wicker chair. Yeah, he's about to get his cocktail on <laughs> by some waterfront property and they just zap him away. Yeah. And I guess yeah, I could see where he's just dead. He's just a pile of of fire. Well, smoke and ash zap. Yeah, I guess um, they're saying instead of going into, I'm going to say, South American countries and trying to take out their leaders on clandestine operations, we could just, just shoot them from space. Get them from space with our lasers. <laughs> and you know, well, Reagan's like, sounds great. I think this yeah. is amazing. Yeah, sounds like something we could get behind. Yeah. Um, it's is it called the Crossbow Project? I wrote it down. Well, is that if what you called? wrote it down, that must be what it's called. I didn't write it down. Crossbow Project. No defense like a good de- offense. Yeah, they even have a tagline for this, yeah. <laughs> for this weapon. As though it is a Saturday morning children's cartoon commercial yeah. for a certain weapon. Well, they had to they yeah, they laid it out for us for I guess us right. here in the and then there's a little meeting. There's those video is being shown to mm-hmm. a group of men at yeah. this uh, at this meeting who make terrible jokes with each other back and forth. They think it's hilarious. They think it's hilarious. Wait a minute. So you're saying we can murder people from space? <laughs> this is so funny. And then the one guy's like, I don't know, my dick hasn't worked since Nam. And that's yeah. a joke. There's a lot of dick and penis jokes that come out. Just they just they kind they fit kind of because they're not so gross, but at the same time they're just like you're like oh all right there it is. It's very casual. Yeah, it's yeah. very casual to where yes. you're like I don't know maybe a kid watching this gets it. Yeah. I, I don't know. These adults yeah. are having fun saying these words. Right, right. The way we know that this is wrong and that this is in case we didn't know that this is wrong. Right. One of the guys gets up and is like, "This is horrible. I don't want anything to do with this. I'm leaving." To where they just kind of are like, sounds great, buddy. See it and laugh about it. Yeah, yeah, because they're yeah they're 
the group of higher up guys, whenever they're on, it's a very, very uh, strange energy, I guess I'll say. Yeah, it seems very relaxed and fun. It seems like yeah. if you're working in a department where your job is to develop things that will murder people individually or by the hundreds, it seems like a lot of fun. Just a great place to work. Yeah, yeah, very jovial. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. And you think that these guys are the bad guys, but then we see William Atherton show up, and then there's no question about it who no. the villain is of this movie. I don't even think, like, you know how that sometimes the music will let you know just his, just the sight of him. You just, you know. yeah, you need yeah. to see that old ginger walk in, and you're Ooh. like, okay, all right, oh. I know what's going oh, on now. There's where the bad ideas come from. I yeah, because that's who everybody's going to hate. Yeah, right, because he's creeping around a high school science fair? Question yeah. mark. Yeah, it's a science fair. It's the winter science fair which implies they're seasonal wow at the for school. a year <laughs> yeah i like the one of the the that's why the, it's uh, indoors projects. it's winter yeah it is um one of the projects at the what would favorite science fair did you ever do a like no. knock it out the park of the science fair uh jamie you know who you're talking yeah, to here come right. on i my kids have done science fair stuff and so i've helped them or yeah. or stood there for moral support, let's say. <laughs> well, I've never done a science fair quite like our friend Mitch did. I don't even know. Did what you his do? You've were. done one. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I took pride in my science fair. I've never I did even one. Done one. I did one about the dentist and like all the tools and things because I thought I had a nice relationship with my dentist, oh, and so nice. I was like. <laughs> Why don't I present the? And I did one about um like uh, uh was. Like a gyna, like a birth about how how what it's like when women give birth. I think it was right after my mom had had my younger brother, so it kind of made oh, sense. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I did that with a friend because you could kind of do science projects in pairs, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did that one with a friend. The dental one was all mine, and I won prizes. I think I won like third and for the dental one, and I want to say second for uh, the. You know what? You yeah. just keep up and. <laughs> <laughs> one up yourself. So, which one did you win first on? Was it some sort oh, of. Oh, I don't think I made it to first. Brought? Oh, okay. No, and because that's the thing. I don't do those types of. My science was like, well, I don't know. Well, yeah, your science it's is like, science, here's a book about how babies are born. I guess I can. Well, and pictures. Print these pictures I had illustrations. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you mean you made illustrations? Well, yeah, because. Well, and I'm, sh I'm pretty sure. I don't remember it exactly. But remember print shop? People don't and, know. People don't. You could just go I for it. I drew it out. I drew the shit out. I'm an artiste. Um, but yeah, anyway. I did not have science fair. Pro One of the science fair projects at this science fair that we <laughs> that we see is the alcoholic mouse. Did you see what? that? Like no, how alcohol affects the mouse. That. That's the first one we see, and I was like, "What?" Because I, truth be told, I had never seen this movie before. I think okay. I'd seen parts of it, like the popcorn scene. I think, and mm -hmm. but I never. But that's just I when you type popcorn into YouTube. Yeah, when I'm having those popcorn cravings, and I can't. I just like to watch it float out of a house. So much popcorn in that house. Mod on. Beautiful anyway. house. I mean, beautiful, but you can see you're like, well, this is just a flimsy house that's built for. A I mean, set. if the popcorn like, can bust out of it, friends, <laughs> we are not doing our. When due we diligence. see the popcorn up against the front door, and I'm like, how can this front door? not hold the pressure of popcorn in <laughs> i know it's all for jokes and fun but I, when we see that house being built i do have to say i was like that's beautiful yeah like, it's a nice house it looks like a very old timey 
design, like a like a forties fifties design. It's lovely in modern day. Yeah, it's great. Little yeah. picket fence out front. Is that his dog that keeps running by? Or I don't. Uh, great question. That was one question <laughs> I kept having: is whose dog is? It's a large dog to be off leash, if you ask me. Yeah, you can't let that run. There's people working. <laughs> this dog is terrorizing them. That's, that's not cool. And also, don't yell at your workers and say, "This is what you get for not having I education." Because your laborers you used to labor. Yes, they're He's building a mean your house. He's just a mean, mean. Guy. Anyway, okay. Wait, we're not there yet. We're almost there. No, I know. We're still talking about a drunk mouse. Well, that's at the science fair, but that's not even the best. It's pretty. They and they. Jamie, it's it's the best one. (laughs) They show the mouse drinking water, and then they show another mouse drinking beer. And the mouse drinking water's like on a treadmill and doing its thing, and the mouse drinking beer's just sitting. (laughs) It's in the opening. I know. Had we not been talking about a popcorn house right now, I'd be thinking I watched a different movie than you (laughs) because I don't remember anything about that mouse. But again, like I'm taking notes and stuff, getting started. yeah, Yeah, so. All right. Okay. All right. Well, then we also see Mitch's project, which I don't even, it was a laser project. Yeah. It's um, on a, whatever. It's just a laser. Yeah. It's a laser through tubes and mirrors, which no effect. Listen, this kid's a genius, but it made me think, well, I could probably do that. Well, I don't know. They were doing a lot of math and figuring things out. So the laser hits the mirror right at the right spot. It's not like frying Wait a second. Hold on. Wait, I can't just. <laughs> I can't just have tubes and, and randomly put mirrors in and it would do what this. I don't think that's how it works. I don't uh, think that's how it works. It's a good I thing I should, never did a science should, project. And if you did, you would, I would, <laughs> what happens when the mouse gets shrunk? Just, you wouldn't even have to do two parts. You would just do the one. Nah, I would I just have, I would that. just have a drunk mouse too. I wouldn't even yeah. have any sort of The sober control, mouse, exactly. Right? No. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to leave this science for behind. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm drunk, and so is this mouse. So is this mouse. They're like, you're in eighth grade. How did, (laughs) well, maybe you shouldn't have given me alcohol to give to this mouse. I wouldn't have gotten curious. (laughs) I'm blaming the school, I guess. I blame science. See? (laughs) All right, so William Atherton shows up uh, to to this laser kid. Yeah, well, yeah, and I feel like they thought Samuel Jessica Parker, should we call him? SJP. We'll just call him SJP for the whole time. Sounds day. good. Um, it feels like they were kind of <laughs> expecting him to come, but he. Yeah, this is this is not who, a surprise. He, no, and the his parents, Mitch's parents, who are just interesting people. Later on, when Mitch calls crying and wants to come home, and his mom's like, "We rented out your room <laughs> to the plumber." Like <laughs> to the plumber. You have constant plumber issues, I guess, in that <laughs> house. Where he's like, "I don't know. I got to live here." <laughs> to properly solve gotta, your plumbing problems, I gotta be in it. I need a room. I need to eat dinner with room you people. And board. Yep. So he's been accepted to this school. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm asking that as a question. It is a school. Mm-hmm. Um, because he's super smart. He's 15. Yeah. Uh, but I guess this is college. Yeah, I think it's some like kind of like special like smart academy or something. <laughs> Smart Academy. It's for smart people. <laughs> yeah, it's some kind of yeah. university level research based right. uh, program. Yeah, and he comes in basically saying, "Hey, it's a done deal. You've been accepted." And this yep. kid's over the moon, and so is his mom. His dad's really weird to where his the dad's whole- like, "So is he? Are you also paying him to go to school here?" He's like, "No." 
That's not yeah. how this works. Like, I guess he's getting a free ride, but we're not literally giving, giving him, money. him money. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, he doesn't make a paycheck out of coming to school. Right, right. exactly. Yeah. And I do love it how when his parents walk away, he's like, so there's there's no chance you were adopted, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he says no, to which William Etherton goes, it's fascinating. <laughs> so he basically says, hey, listen, he, Compared to you, everyone else is dummies. Like, they, they don't understand you. That's why you don't mm-hmm. have any friends. That's why mm-hmm. we're going to bring you to this school. You'll be surrounded by a bunch of people that sort of understand you because like they're just right. like you. Yeah. Yes. And um, you're going And there's to be, already, a, yeah. a like, a list of people, the names right. that he rattles off that he's like, oh, yeah, because these people either went to the school or are still going to the school and are, like, known Geniuses. Geniuses, right, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love how he's like, you're going to be working with this brilliant senior, but he's also yeah. kooky. Mm. Yeah, he's a crazy guy, that Chris Knight. Mm. Well, let's let's travel and let's meet this individual, because now I think we cut to him going on a tour of where he's going to be working upon graduation. Oh, yeah, I guess that's what this There's is. There's no point to this part of the movie other than just to establish Kind of introduce, him. yeah. Right. Yeah. Because. Well, and her. It's a weird girl. payoff for her to show up at the end. Yeah. It did make it seem like, well, we want some hottie at the end that ends up with a weirdo that lives in a closet. But it seems strange that she just showed up. And I guess like, I don't know. Let's film a scene that goes before it. Well, let's make it make sense. And they kind of do. So she, so yeah, he's, I guess that's what it is. I guess this is a tour of where he'll be going after he graduates, which she's pretty much feels like you could tell he's even said, says, says as much. It's his senior year. Last semester. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's kind of kicking back. He's found, he's made realizations too, that he kept his nose in the books for too long. And, but, I love it. I remember these headbands. He's wearing one of those headbands yes. that have the little antennas and the, mm-hmm. the glittery stars or hearts at the end of it. I remember these. I don't know if they still have oh, them. Oh, they here. still have them. But My they're kids so have fun. Them. Yeah. And he's, again, he's got these fun little lines that Val Kilmer's character says. Chris. Chris Knight is mm-hmm. his name. Um, like when he's like, why do you have those things on your head? And he's like, because it hurts when I put them other places or <laughs> right, it itches yes. when I put them other places. He tells um, jokes constantly. Most yeah. of the time they don't get the jokes because then he has to undercut that. Not undercut it, but he makes that joke and then he's like, well, I just didn't want you guys to think that I'm too stuffy, which I thought right. was also yeah. great. I love these wearing a I love toxic waste T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but they're just. He's a genius, so they're thrilled to have him because mm-hmm. the guy that brings him in and introduces him to some old man who we see later at the party, right? Is he the same guy at the party? And then he comes to the house at the end? Or uh, yes. Okay. Yes. And then there's a woman. Like, if there was any question about him working there, that's when he's like, well, if there are any questions about dress code or hours or, or something mm-hmm. like that, just ask this woman. She'll show you around. Mm-hmm. To which, of course, he hits on her. Yeah. He flirts Val with Kilmer. the lady. He looks exactly. Great, right. Yeah. And, yeah. and she just looks like some model that they put glasses on. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, and she makes mention of, this is where the tie-in comes in at the end. She makes mention of having met almost all of the geniuses Eight on the list. Eight of the ten smartest people on the planet. Yes. Yes, there we go. There we go. There's the details mm-hmm. we're looking for up in that noggin. I yes. may not have seen the drunken mouse, but I did take a few notes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Um, now, is Mitch, is this essentially like an orientation that Mitch is at, or he's just kind of thrown, because he's kind of thrown it's, in it, but he meets a couple of like, it, like professors? Yeah, or, it right? seems like an orientation party or, or right. a start of the semester party, because I also didn't know when this is taking place. Like you said, it's a it's a winter so is he starting school for their spring semester, I guess, after the holidays? And I could see why when you know the bigger picture, which it took me a while to see what the bigger side picture was, just because I'm what not is, a real what genius. Is, what is the bigger <laughs> side picture? Well, uh, the, the, the whoever the government people are that are working with oh, our bad guy professor – Put a speed like amped up the timing of when they want this project done. Yes. It needs to be done sooner. So rather than just leave it to this Chris Knight, who's now taken his senior year to be lazy dad about, mm-hmm. and these other stunads in the you know laser department, I guess he's enlisted this fifteen-year-old mid-semester to help get this project done quicker. Okay, that makes a lot more sense because I had no idea when. Because everybody else seems to be established in this dorm. Classes already seem to be happening. And he's thrown in in what I assumed was the middle of a semester. But maybe it it is like he's starting mid-year. Yeah. Val Kilmer's going to ride out that spring semester and he's out. Mm -hmm. But they want to get this kid in on this project as soon as possible. Exactly. 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 So – and it looks like a pretty fun school, the dorm that it they're in. It looks like a party school. Right? I mean, it's just, it's geniuses, but they know how to have fun. Yeah, they know fun. how to cut yeah. loose. Sure do. In their own little way, they do. Everyone, and I don't mean any offense to anyone by this, but almost every person in this school that we meet appears to be on the spectrum somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to varying degrees. Yeah. That girl, wowie, wow, wow. She needs Adderall or some just something. I to love calm it. Her down. I love it. I love it. She's like, yeah. But she's then very the caffeinated. End, or at very the end of this movie, yeah. she has got her shit together. She appears to be a different character at the well, end. Who is talking? Love will make calmly. you do that. I guess love, will, so. love will turn you all around, right? So. Right. Like, what is she doing at one point? Is she polishing her floor, or picking up her wood floor? What is that uh, thing yeah, she's got? She's like <laughs> buffing her floor. She's like sand. No, she's sanding the floor sanding of her floor. dorm room for some reason. How about the fact that she knits him a sweater yeah. that night because she never sleeps? <laughs> very, very and just talking to him in the bathroom while he's trying to pee uh-huh. and again uh-huh. I, i'm not i don't want to say asperger's or whatever but she sees no issue with this no whatsoever. none at all like none doesn't all. even when he's like she even makes I can't mention pee because I, it's kind she of says is it me is it me is, is it, it me, me? Is it because i'm here I love it how that ends because she goes, well, I got to go. And he goes, yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. When he arrives at his in his dorm room, um, mm-hmm. his suitcases are empty. It's like a little magic show. Mm-hmm. His suitcases are empty and he watches a guy. Is this when I assume it's because his parents gave his clothes to a plumber. Yeah, who was moving in soon. Uh, he also watches a dude walk into his room quietly and slip into the closet and disappear. Like a middle-aged, balding man <laughs> in a sport coat. <laughs> Very long hair, though. Yeah. This guy, um, I don't know. Have you ever seen Napoleon Dynamite? Yeah. This guy plays Uncle Rico. Oh, In wow. Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. 
I didn't know that. I looked it up and I was like, oh, yeah, it makes oh, total yeah. sense. I even brought up a picture and I went, yeah, yeah, okay, it's the same dude. Yeah, huh. Yeah. But yeah, this guy goes into his He also his reminds closet. me of that comedian, oh. Stephen Wright. Oh, you know no, he <laughs> looks just like Stephen Wright. Yeah. I'm sorry, but yeah, he goes into yeah. the closet and just disappears. Disappears? Stephen totally. Wright's gone, yeah. Yeah. And he also finds out he has another roommate. Not mm-hmm. that, that guy's technically a roommate, but his roommate but is his Val Kilmer. But his access to his room is through. Yeah. Yeah. And Val Kilmer comes in and he's the one. Again, he's making jokes about his clothes, right? Yes. What does he say? He says, like, did you, when you came in, did you clean up at all? And he says, no. And he goes, great, because my junk is in alphabetical order. <laughs> <laughs> to which he's, he picks up a thing. And he goes, this is a penis enlarger. It's filed under H for toys. <laughs> Wonderful. So much fun. The kid even says to him, hey, um, there's just a guy who disappeared in the closet. I love how Bill Kilmer goes, oh, you've seen him too? <laughs> it's Because this guy for, I'm going to say, years now mm-hmm. has been doing this like waiting for oh, the, the characters we guy? see it yeah yeah we see it later he waits for the characters not to be asleep Mm-mm. but just to have their backs turned <laughs> and he sneaks into the room and in or out of the closet mm-hmm. and has been doing this val kilmer says since the 70s yeah. later on find out it's great that when we get to go down there but we're not there yet we we right. meet um we, we see jerry's house that jerry's the professor um, yes the bad guy professor. Um, we see that he is building a house too. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be getting a lot of money from this project that has now, there's a, there's one of the, I don't know who it is, but one of the guys from the government is sort of like the assistant that has to hound the professor yeah. to yeah, constantly basically, say, yes. where's how's progress? I got to let those guys know. Right. How's everything going? He's the guy in charge of this project because yeah. he's the guy early on with these other military guys that says, well, there's just a little issue with the power source, but right. I'm working on it. Blah, blah, blah. We need five gigawatts by three weeks from now. Right. And, and even Atherton's like, I can't do that. That's impossible. Right. But I guess I'll get working on it. Yeah, yeah. Also, thank you for my money because my house looks amazing. Exactly, because I'm building this amazing house just for me. Um, and he is. He's from what we could tell. He's kind of a single guy. No, he is a single guy. He yeah. just has a little thing he's going a little, with with the guy's with the teenage daughter? girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not not good. No, because you don't want this guy to find out about that. <laughs> this, this could ruin this relationship. We meet. Um, another threesome, but really there's just one leader of the threesome, right? The other, who are uh, these The guy guys? who basically looks like Jim J. Bullock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With uh, braces. Yes. I like how they're like, we have to give him braces because they're going to be important top, later. Only, to- only top braces. That's all he needs. That's only all he top needs. braces. Yeah. His bottom teeth, amazing. It's like the opposite of me. My bottom teeth are all wonky. Top ones, pretty good. Pretty good. All right. Yeah, they're hanging in there. <laughs> yeah, so this guy and two other guys? Yeah. One guy, I'm sorry to refer to him as just the black guy, but that's what that's he is. What like, he is, he yeah. doesn't have, at least the other guy, Atherton's like, oh my God, you're not stuttering anymore. And <laughs> so he's like, I gave myself a, electric shock therapy. <laughs> electric shock therapy to stop stuttering. And these guys are all, the three of them are working on this military project, but they don't know that, of course. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um and it appears to be in the basement of some building, maybe the dorm, maybe think, a classroom. I oh, don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, 
but they're under Val like Val Kilmer's in charge of this project, mm -hmm. but they're the ones that are showing up to work on it because, like you said, he's got a severe case of senioritis. This guy, yeah, <laughs> he's over it. He's not. It'll get done. What he's is this over guy's it. He name? used to study for tests. What's but Jim J. Bullock? No. Yeah. What's his name? I don't know. It's not Chris. Kent. 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 Yes. Kent is the brown. He's the leader of the three, and he 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 does the professor's laundry for him, kisses butt with oh, him, yeah. right? <laughs> right? Yes. Has yes. sort of this inner battle going on with Val Kilmer's character, but yeah, really I anybody guess... who wants the attention of the professor. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like he's. He appears to be in the pecking order smarter than these other two guys, yeah. but not to Val Kilmer's level. Mm -hmm. So he's always, he's got the, he's got an inferiority complex. Yeah. I yeah. think that that's the most important thing. Yeah. But yeah. while all of this is, oh, and also these guys are all sad because there's something wrong with their experiment. Oh, and he's right. like, well, it's going to take us at least three weeks to fix this. And of course, Mitch this Sarah Jessica Parker double comes in and is like, well, no, you just didn't turn this thing on. And yeah. he pushes a button and it's all fixed. And that's when William Atherton's like, you see? You see, you dummies? Yeah. That's why I have to bring this kid well, in Well, and here. then he puts it, he puts Mitch in charge now, which is yeah, the no, one they all have to answer to, right, yes. which no one is happy about. But Mitch is like, yeah, this is going to be. Yeah. But you could see Mitch is a little nervous, This is going to be easy, too. first like, of all. Yeah. It's going to be an easy job. He knows what to do. But are these goons going to listen to him, being that he's the new kid? And he's literally like a kid. Like, he's only 15. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the whole, like, you're the smartest one here, but somebody's going to need to teach you how to be, how to have some social skills. Well, and that's where our friend Val Kilmer comes in. That is, Very that nice. is what's happening. Because while they're all working on this, oh. Val Kilmer and this Asian kid have devised, you know what? Actually, I'm not even going to give Val Kilmer credit because it doesn't seem like he even he knows did. what's no. going on. Uh -uh. This other kid made... Ice just mm -hmm. created, it appears, ice out of nothing mm -hmm. in this dorm so people can skate around. Yeah, they're having like but a snow day in the dorms. They've set up a like sledding a system. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Val Kilmer's dressed all, I mean, it's, he does give he does give you such a great fun dorm guy feel, right? He's oh, been, he's wearing like a I don't know. He's got a towel, but then also he's got this hat on and like Jamie, we've known people like this. yeah. Like I've I've known people like this, and they can veer in, in a on a day to day or even moment to moment basis mm -hmm. to being the most fun person to the most aggravating person oh. you've ever met. And I feel like that's what you catch Val Kilmer at certain times a day, depending on what is on your mind, he is insufferable. Yeah. And yeah. then other times you just want to be doing whatever he's doing. Right. You want to be where he is. Yeah. Cause that's where the fun is. Well, yep, exactly. So yeah, they haven't been working on the project because they're making the snow and, uh, everyone's had, <laughs> I love it. Um, so Kent comes back. Kent's our, our what, what's the actor's name? What do you call him? Oh, Jim J. Bullock. Yeah, there you go. Kent comes into the dorms and is like, look, look what you guys are doing while we're working hard, right? And what's the joke that uh, Chris says he found Kent naked in a, with a bowl of jello? <laughs> he was like, yeah, yeah, I was cold and I was hung. Oh, no, I was hot and I was hungry. That's all. <laughs> 
It is a very weird, like, oh, yeah, this guy calls me an idiot. Yeah. How about the time I saw you eating Jello naked? Yeah. And, and when he explains himself, I went, all right, makes sense to me. Yeah, that I mean, sounds, you're hot like, honestly, that sounds totally cool fine. And yeah. being naked helps, too. Yeah. Later, when we're... And you did set up an ice skating rink in the hallway, which, first of all, is cool, but I don't know. Do you need to give this guy shit about eating Jello? Yeah. Well, he's pissed. Kent is pissed that this is happening around him. And it's right. a big mess. And the, he says as much that it's going to make a big mess when it all melts. And the Asian guy is like, oh. no, it's going to actually just evaporate. Like, it just It, it goes turns from right gas. from a solid yeah. to a gas. Yes, yeah. Um, he goes, I just hope it doesn't explode. Yes. Um, which it doesn't. It doesn't. I guess it was a joke. It's pretty funny. Yeah, and it just it just goes to show that this is a... Revenge of the not Revenge of the Nerds, but like uh like an animal this has like a weird animal house vibe, but certainly not as rapey. No, no, they're really just like, having fun with their little projects. Oh, this is where though it's in this scene that the girl is also we see her again because there's a little love connection oh, that starts. Yes, because she comes up and introduces herself to Mitch I and you know I don't know, but she's a spaz. Like she it is, is. She's an adorable it's spaz. Though. Insane. Which she, she's got a weird bowl cut. Yeah. And she's just. She's the all only over the girl we see this. there. I'm trying to see if I wrote her name. Oh no, down no, somewhere. yeah, definitely, yes. And mm-hmm. the next day, because she introduces herself to him, and the mm-hmm. next day is when he's in the bathroom and she comes in and she's like, "I just made you a sweater because I don't sleep." Yeah. So, if you want to wear it, that's great. I made it for you. Uh, my roommate. She does mention that she made her roommate so oh, crazy yeah. that she had to be taken away by an mm-hmm. ambulance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so, can you imagine rooming with that energy? She's no, a lot. No, yeah. Right, exactly. So even when Mitch kind of quote unquote ends up with her at the end, I'm like, mm-hmm. you are taking your life into your own hands, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, Although, like you said, she's a little toned down by the end there, but right. but yeah. yeah. And yeah. also for her I don't know how old you are, but this kid's 15. Maybe take it easy. Yeah. <laughs> Just like relax, pump the brakes a little bit. When he goes into her after he's in been trouble. hit on by the other girl and he goes in, he's like, I, I didn't do it with her because I really wanted you. Yeah. And he goes to kiss her with those big, soft, supple lips. Like you said, this kid that plays Mitch, this boy, Sarah yeah, uh-huh. Jessica Parker playing sure, Mitch. Sure. Such a pretty boy that uh-huh. it it's very... um. I'm I'm taking it back. I'm like, you don't want to be. Wow, you are really, yeah, you're really um, smitten by this kid. (laughs) What's he smitten? (laughs) I find that shocking. (laughs) I have to say, very. uh, Okay, let's move on. Jamie, he's 15. (laughs) How many times do I have to say this? I do. So now we get the first of our montages because it's it's oh, a right. sort of it's a going to class, studying and working on this laser montage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I think we actually get several of these. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have to say I did like the going to class and it turns into more and more boom oh, boxes just yeah. recording. Until finally even the professor is left to recording <laughs> He's of got a reel to reel going yeah. of just himself talking through this. Yeah. I think that's absolutely fantastic. But it's showing it's a montage to show you of all the work and the learning and also to show you how seriously Mitch is taking it. Because like you said, there's yeah. a class that they show and Mitch continually goes to the class, does 
doesn't ever record the class even when the teacher is recording. Yeah. And they're always with the goggles on for the, I mean, you got a safety first, right? Hey, when you're experimenting first. with lasers. And, That's what um, science teachers say. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I did notice is during this montage, there are scenes where actors are exchanging dialogue. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like, well, this is not, this was not meant to be a montage. I can only assume this movie oh, yeah, was you could well see over it. two yes. hours upon first and They're like, cut. we're going to have to cut this all yeah. together. Yeah. Because yeah. there's, a, there's a scene where Val Kilmer's sitting in a class yawning mm -hmm. and this kid comes in. They talk for a while but it's just music it's like this is a kooky montage but no they're having a conversation about something and then they leave the room and i'm like well i don't i don't know what i was supposed yeah. to get out of that he also keeps running into even outside of their dorm room uh the guy who lives in their closet oh yeah and he keeps trying to track him down but oh he's just just out of he's reach. quick he's quick that guy he's elusive so even when he drops a bunch of papers he sees yeah. him out like not you know, Quicker than I would assume Stephen Wright is. Yeah. I assume Stephen Wright, with that cadence, moves very slowly. Moves at a, at a, yeah, at a slowed pace, I agree. Right. This kind of goes nowhere when he finds mm. out about the secret passage. Oh, yeah. I was really... First of all, I wasn't expecting this to be a big part of this movie. I just thought it was going to be some fun gag where this guy like just keeps walking in and out. But they treat it as though he's discovered something... And I end up at the end going, what, what was that? I wish we did have a little more of it, but maybe we did. Like you said, there's even montages that seem to be cut together and they were longer. Because we get, we get to see, it's like a ride to get down there. So Mitch does a little investigation. It's a literal ride yeah. to get down there. Mitch does some investigation, knocking around on the door and figures out he's got to close the closet door yeah. in order to get the, the, the wall to open Jamie. up. Jamie, first of all, first of all, I don't, I have never made any allusions to being a genius at all. I don't think I've ever been, uh, you know, confused for being a genius. And I made mm. it quite clear in this podcast that I'm not one closing the door is the first thing I would try. <laughs> like maybe not first, but it takes him an awful long time to go. To finally go. Well, I what wonder if I what just happens shut this behind me. <laughs> right. I mean, that makes a difference. Well, it does. And, uh, yeah, he takes, like you said, like a literal, like, carnival ride down yeah. into this basement domain where there's computers and, and are there experiments set up or it's more just... I, we don't really know. He's, <laughs> he's, got, he's got his stuff. own little layer down there and he's clearly still, he's gone a little cuckoo, but he's, his brain is clearly still working. He can't help himself. And, but that's all we see it is then when Mitch gets right. his yes because it's just this guy there. working. Is that, at a that computer. is that where they are later when they're reprogramming the laser? It must be, but that is not made clear. Oh, at all. Yeah. Like that's not you need something. Like I need some identifier, a big light up sign on the wall or that something says we'll be back. <laughs> tell me that that's where they are. Well, of course later he's got all the this. equipment to be able to do something like that down there. But Which he doesn't fascinating. even, unless I missed it, it's not even like he says, hey, come with me. We can go down to my lab to work, right? There's no discussion no, of going but down it, there. it should be just known. That, it should be known? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Listen, if I'm not seeing a bunch of Dunkin' Donut boxes, I don't know where in his place. Because <laughs> that's all I saw. I saw him in a computer surrounded by Dunkin' Donut that's boxes. That's what you eat, donuts, and you do research. Yeah. Um, he is always walking in and out with food. Like, it seems like that's the only reason he has to leave well, yeah. is to just go get is food. Is to go get some snacks, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Val Kilmer, he finally shows up to sort of work on this laser. Or wait, no, does he first go he to, goes to his house? First he goes to his house, and I think that's the motivator to work on the laser. Okay, um, all right. Because, yeah, the, he goes to his house, and the professor's like, I want to see more of you in the lab. You're not even going right, to classes yes. anymore. This is when they talk about the five megawatts. <laughs> he tells him, I want to see more of you in the lab. And Val Kilmer goes, fine, I'll gain weight then. Totally <laughs> He's got great. these fun little one-liners. Or just There's yep. another one that he says to Mitch when Mitch is like, talking about seeing the guy in the closet and he says something about like no he's not wearing your clothes how would you think it he's such a big guy how could he fit in your clothes who's the dummy right. now or something like that great quips yeah for val kilmer totally fun in this yeah yeah so all right so now it's time val oh. kilmer's basically oh go ahead sorry this is when he goes to visit the professor at his house he's eating a little bag of popcorn and this is when we establish the professor says very clearly don't bring that in my house i hate popcorn and wow. Okay. I did not yeah. pick up on that. I just thought it was a cool goof at the end. I mean, I it is no cool, idea. but it's super cool because for some reason when Val does, I don't, again. He's got be, a problem. He's got a weird problem with pop. It's yeah. like me. If you guys want to get back at me, I guess my issues with popcorn, you could do this. Yeah. I'd be like, I only eat popcorn once a year, Val Kilmer. Yeah. <laughs> and then that would be my demise. After they have this conversation and he really, I don't think this is. He didn't threaten him with failing him yet, right? I think that's a little bit later on. Uh, I think that's after. I think that's after this party. I'm I not think sure. he does threaten him, but not being able to graduate because he needs his class to graduate. And so okay. without his class and passing his class. No, that's fine. Graduate. That must be what's happening now because you would assume that now Val Kilmer is going to take everything very seriously. Mm-hmm. But he goes to uh, what's his name, Mitch, and he says, "Hey." Come with me. I have something I want to show you. Mm-hmm. And he sets up the laser to print, laser print, laser show up, the words tanning invitational. <laughs> <laughs> because whatever that is means that they have brought girls from the local beauty school in <laughs> and have made their dorm now into a pool. Yeah. Yeah, there is there's some funny dialogue here. And I know that this is not what Val Kilmer says, but these guys are like, I don't know these girls. What what are we going to do? Right. And it really is like Val Kilmer's like, you assholes do not have my hair and bone structure. So yeah. you got to work really hard. <laughs> like you got a chance tonight. You got to take advantage. You may never have sex yeah. again yeah he, that's what he, what he pretty much them. tells him it's yes. like this is guys this is your one opportunity to think about who you are and what we're here doing yeah you he can... should say to the other guy you're not even stutter- stuttering anymore mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you look okay you look kind of normal this is when compared you gotta to try it people. out right right exactly <laughs> and we see girls it looks like the hawaiian tropic <laughs> team is just there like in bathing suits partying And going down water slides and everything, it's, again, it's kooky and it's fun. Yeah. But, again, now it's not working on the project. It's not (coughs) studying the laser. No. So our bad guy, Kent, sees this happening and runs and tattles to the professor to say, they're not working... Oh, the Sorry, professor's the- shooting a show, a local for it's the local the station. It's called the Everything Show. <laughs> I 
want to know what this is. Because he knows everything. He's that kind of cocky bastard that'll do a show called yep. The Everything Show. The Everything claiming Show. He knows everything. Yeah, where he's like, this episode is about the colon. <laughs> he's yeah. got like a little model there. But I love it's, it. When yeah. he finds out they're partying, <gasps> he stops right there dead in his tracks and is like, no, we need to stop this. Yes. Oh, yep. Mitch's girl. I wish I wrote somewhere in my notes her name is. But Mitch's girl shows up too to this, yeah. And she's in like scuba gear. What's her deal? Because they she go underwater. Wants him to, yeah, she wants him to help her test scuba gear. It yeah. appears. Yeah. This is an odd bit of dialogue here. Did you did you pick up on this? Between when Mitch he and says, her? when Mitch says to her, "How come you're not?" and she says, "Necking, <laughs> I'm not gay." I was like, "What? What does that mean?" Did he? Does she think he meant? Why are you not making out with those <laughs> Hawaiian those tropic girls? I think so. Because <laughs> so so. I'm watching this going. I don't know, is making out gay? Like, no, how that, I think I think because he she thinks he means like why you're not with one of these girls, <laughs> and she's like because right. I'm not gay. It's yeah, it's just, she's right, fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's really silly and very strange. Yeah. And yeah, this whole thing is then busted up because Atherton comes in and he's freaking out. He shuts the music off yep. and he gives poor Mitch a like, I, you know, I'm disappointed in you, basically, speech. To which this kind of breaks Mitch a little bit because he was. Oh, a little bit. Well, <laughs> he's able to. I mean, recover. first of all, Mitch doesn't know that he's evil. <laughs> like, I think that's pretty important. I mean, like, this guy got Mitch into that school. Yeah. And he doesn't want to disappoint him. Yes, and I think Mitch, you know, I think Mitch sees that or thinks that Val Kilmer's kind of a bad influence. Like, he's not taking any of this well, seriously. This Kilmer... kid is not here to cut loose. This right. kid is here to learn and to study and everything. And even though he, even though Val Kilmer is like, I'm doing this for your benefit. Yeah. You can't you can't just study all the time. Right. This kid's brand new. What's this? Week two of this experience here? So I think that I think he's hurt by the fact that yeah. William Atherton's upset at of him. Of course, of course. And he's yeah. And and mind you, at this point, Val Kilmer is nowhere to be found. He went off at one of the Hawaiian Tropic girls. So he's like, this dude that gets me in trouble then just disappears. And now I'm in trouble for all of this. And he wasn't even there to stand up for me or anything. And he kind of goes and sulks and decides he's going to leave and is packing his bag. And he makes a call to his mom to basically say, like, I don't like it here anymore. Please come get me. And again, that bad guy, Kent. Is recording, recording the call, yeah. and, and then he plays it. Yes, in, in the, the dining hall. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. It's it's awful. terrible, and everyone laughs at yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And Ken like, gets a real holler out of it. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty rough stuff to put mm-hmm. this kid through. Mm-hmm. But like you said, I feel bad for him. But the the best part is that the call is actually very funny. Like you said, yeah. it's like, well, we rented your room. Like, yeah. I don't know. You can't come like, back She's like, I want to come home. Please, I don't like it here. And she's like, you got to do it. You're, you know, you've got to do it. And then he's like, but I just want to be back in my room. And she's like, well, you can't anymore. The room's <laughs> Bad been rented news. out. Sorry. <laughs> right. I mean, we needed the money. You're gone. And you're not getting paid for this gig. So. <laughs> right. Yeah, we thought you were going to be our cash cow. Yeah, yeah. You'd be away and sending us checks, I guess. 
but that's not happening. And but so yeah, now Mitch is really over the edge. Like I, I this what the hell? And Val, Val, his pal Val or Chris is his character's name is like. It's really My nice. Pal Val. My Why pal. wasn't his documentary called My Pal Val? That's the documentary I'm going to do when I go and meet with oh, him okay. to explain to him how fun I thought this character was. And that, yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, he he kind of picks up his spirits a bit and is like, "No, you don't need to leave. What you need to do is kind of get even with Kent." And right. Yes. That's what we'll, we'll do. There's also a heart to heart here where he talks about the guy who lives in the closet. Oh, yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, he's a legend because he came in very smart, but just went totally nuts. Right. Because he says, all science, no philosophy. Yes. You can't do you that. You can't be that. There has mm-hmm. to be some heart in here. It all mm-hmm. can't be mind. Yep. So now Val Kilmer goes to Atherton's house and we meet. A young lady named Deborah Foreman. Oh. And Jamie, I don't know if you remember Deborah Foreman. She was the uh, titular Valley girl. Ah. And she was in Waxwork. Oh. She was the blonde in Waxwork. Okay. Okay. And maybe something else. Maybe. I'm sure sure we'll see her again. She was a real big thing. For like a three-year period in the eighties, no, I, mean, I she's see still, why she fits the little bill. Of- the, the the one thing I did think with this particular part of the movie is I wonder if, and and I don't think so. Deborah Foreman and Val Kilmer were ever in a movie together because these two like, there's a little bit of chemistry, like chemistry. here. Where I, yeah, yeah. And I would have liked to have seen that. And and if that didn't happen, that's a shame. But he's there because he's there to talk to him. About something, but also he's meeting with the military guy mm-hmm. and the military guy's daughter, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now William Atherton's really, really mad about this. Yeah. And I think this is when he threatens him with like, hey, guess what? I don't have to pass you. Well, he you first know, of all, just because Kilmer you're helping me. Kind of just shows up to the house when he's having right. this. Yes. He wasn't invited. And then he throws himself in and says, oh, what else do we need to cover? And so, yeah. Professor gets really mad at him and is like, we'll just take a minute. He also, Val Kilmer, hits on yes. um, the girl even after the dad said, because he's like, have you ever seen a body like this? And the, the guy's like, it's my daughter. Which then we find out the professor's also sleeping with her. So mm-hmm. scandalous. Oh, so um, scandalous. But yeah, Val Kilmer, uh, the professor, basically every time he meets with these government officials, these project managers, higher-ups, they're putting the pressure on the professor to get this mm-hmm. done. Professor's doing nothing yeah. but getting his house done. At one point, he freaks out to the guy and he goes, "It is finals week. I have a lot of papers yeah, to grade." I, <laughs> what do you want me to do? Yeah. It's finals week. And also, if you are, if pressure is being put on you to do this and to get this done, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if. Telling Val Kilmer to shut up and get off this project is a good idea. Like, he's a really smart guy, and you need him, but I guess he doesn't really know how to how to do this, how to deal with Val Kilmer and get him involved. Yeah, he doesn't know how to motivate him or turn the... T- I mean, maybe he did at one point, but now Val Kilmer's so over it. So he tells so Val he Kilmer... Threat- yeah, so yeah. he threatens him, and this, oddly enough, is the catalyst that gets Val Kilmer... Both going to class, because now we get another montage, because it's a showing up to class montage. Yeah, so guess who weren't back in it. Yeah, yeah. Val Kilmer's there every day. Well, be, and it's yeah. also a working on the laser, the laser mm-hmm. thing montage, because things are exploding. 
there's a bit in this montage where the laser goes out and something explodes, and I'm like, well, that's not good. And then they start they high five over it. Yeah, they get <laughs> excited. Like, oh, I was like, right. oh, I guess that is good. <laughs> I guess that is no, good because it's a weapon. I forgot. It's interesting because the professor threatens, basically says, like, I'm gonna. I'm, you're done here. You're done. Yeah. I'm pulling you off the project, and you're you're not going to be able to graduate. So you could kiss the job goodbye. You could kiss your diploma goodbye. It's not going to happen. And ever the uh, the rebel Val Kilmer then starts going to classes, which I thought, I guess, because he says Val Kilmer says to him during all that, like, well, you can't do that to me because. You know, the dean or right. somebody else will, I'll tell my story yeah. to them. He's like, are they really going to believe you over me? Let's get real. Right. Yes, because it, it's made clear that the deal is, hey, you help me with this laser thing, mm-hmm. and I'll just make sure you graduate with honors, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. And it is really funny how he's like, you know what? I'm going to flunk you out of school, and you're off this project. Mm-hmm. And Val Kilmer's response is, I'll show you. I'll be the best student ever, and I'll do your project. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's really funny. But So now, suddenly, they're both kind of getting what they want, but William Atherton's still not satisfied with this. Mm-hmm. Like, he's still gunning for this kid where I'm like, no, all this money you're getting to build this house is because of this laser project, and it's getting done. Yeah. Just take it. Just pull him aside and be like, I see that you put in a ton of work. Mm. I have to say I'm extremely proud, and I was wrong. Right. You will get all these wonderful grades, and I'll give you a letter of recommendation right, right now. Just be a good guy for 10 minutes. Right. But he can't. He's got red hair and it's weird. And it makes him angry, angry little guy. It does. Um, <clears throat> yeah. yeah. So, oh, I do like how the closet guy shows up. Yeah. And says, hey, um, listen, I guess I just eavesdrop all the time on you guys. Because <laughs> I know what's going on. Yeah. Here's every answer to every test that William Atherton's ever given. And I'm looking at that going, I think studying for the class would be easier than reading through boxes of this material. Well, but these boxes, he's holding boxes, but then they're like, great, so is that them? And he's like, oh, no, no, no. These are sweepstakes entries. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> because he's entering some contest for, was it candy bar? Or what was it that he's entering the contest for? Yeah, it's it's something. Like I don't some know what it was. where you have yeah. to, and so he's, he's you know, being very scientific about the odds and he's applying or filling in a whatever for millions and thousands, thousands and millions of votes right. so that he could at least get 33% of the rewards. And yes. so then Val Kilmer says, oh, all right, so then where did you write them down? Where are all the answers? And he's like, nope, I memorized them. <laughs> right. And Val Kilmer goes, sure. Well, he does say that, but at one point when he says, I have all the answers to every test... <laughs> Val Kilmer goes, oh, gee, and I didn't get you anything, which I thought was fun. (laughs) So now I have a question about this, and we've been talking about it a little bit. Some hot chick tries to make out with Mitch in his room. How does this happen? I think that is the girl that then comes back at the end. She's just searching for that one last. Is that the same girl that? Wait, is that the adult woman? Yeah, yeah. Oh, this this that's so this inappropriate. Lady's got issues. Yeah, yeah. This is. <laughs> but this she's is looking to hook up with the genius it. guy, the one genius she didn't hook up with yet. So she thinks it's Mitch. So she comes to Mitch at first to say, "All right, let's get uh, it on." And I uh, guess so this that's woman when she is finds just the man checking in the boxes. Yeah. 
She's got a type. You know what? I mean, good for her. Yeah. I, I to say, if that's what you've set out to do and you were able to get this job. She went that far, where you're, yeah. Where you're able to meet geniuses just so you can check all these boxes. Pretty great. Eh, good for, good yeah. for her. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the fact that she's not deterred by a child, is it's a little scary, but it doesn't go very far, let's say. No, no, because he leaves... Yeah, she, when Mitch goes back to his room, this girl is there, and he leaves, and now we see him with the awkward Asperger's girl who's sanding her room, and he. this yep. is when they kiss with his soft, plump Sarah Jessica Parker lips. <laughs> and, <laughs> Maybe she should have kissed him and backed up and went, maybe I am gay. <laughs> but, um, but yeah. Uh, let's see. Wait. So wait. now, well, this is. Uh, oh, Jordan. Jordan is her name. I knew I wrote oh, it okay, down. Okay, great. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. So this is where everything's coming to a head because mm-hmm. finally they have this laser oh, and yeah. it works perfectly. But Jim J. Bullock like sm- smears grease. Oh, on, before that, the test. The th- oh god. The test. When well, it's test, the test time. It's yes. Test day, and uh, Chris Val Kilmer. Aces mm-hmm. the test, leaves a note with the teacher that says, I ace this, I ace this. with an apple that explodes. Um, but th- after he's done with the test, he goes to the lab, right? I guess they're not, even though. I wish I had done that to a teacher in high school. Because first of all, they wouldn't have believed me if I said I aced oh, this. Didn't ever. And I can just imagine looking and going, well, this is maybe a D plus. <laughs> like at best. Yeah. But I don't I know what part of this confidence. test this kid thinks he aced. No, but right. I do feel I do feel that Val Kilmer that Chris probably did ace. Oh, it. yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no question. He was first of all given the answers, and also he's super smart. Yeah. Like he's got a lot of things. He's got going a lot for of him. things going right for him. Yeah, but yeah, but he leaves him an apple that then explodes, which is fun. And then he goes and checks on his laser. And you're right. He for some reason I don't know why they trust this guy. They he leaves the laser and. The Kent guy is left alone in the room with the laser. How do you yeah. not think he's going to fuck with something? Because right. he even says, like, oh, I'm just going to something to do. There isn't, there isn't even a scene where they pretend to make up and pretend Yeah, where Kent's like, let's just put all this behind us. No, we just saw Best Kent, buds, like, best buds. They sat but next to each other during the test and... Chris yeah, was and a Val jerk Kimber to gave Kent a bunch about of shit. it. Yes. He threw his pencil at him when he yeah, was when done, he was done the and was like, yeah. And so you got to believe. So yeah, he smears his fingers, which can, I guess, really fuck up a laser's aim. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. and yeah. Oh, wait. When did we? Did we already? And do- then he confesses. And then after this explodes and the laser just doesn't work and, and is destroyed. Oh, yeah. This Kent guy basically brags about it by saying like, you got to make sure to keep your lenses clean. Oh, yeah. like, well, that's your second mistake. Yeah. Don't tell him He's about this. He's almost like too excited that, wait, when did Kent, oh, that was part of the revenge earlier um, when, because uh, we forgot, I don't know if we had a potty break or just an aside, when Kent first messes with Mitch, one yeah. of the things to get back at Mitch is they take apart his car and put it back together in his room. Do you remember that? Oh, no, I don't remember that at all. Yeah. Mitch is driving? He's no, 15. No, they literally, they go, the group of them, the Asian guy and Val Kilmer and Mitch, take the p- car apart and they put together the car. It's the yellow car is that they then later drive 
when they go oh, to the... Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah, I, so I totally forgot about that. that's one of the things they do to revenge, whatever. But now, this is later. Like I said, things get... Sorry, I don't There's know a lot of little things that happen. This. Things get dicey here for me near, near the end. I don't know if I was kind of not paying attention. For long stretches of this, I could kind of put down my computer and be like, I don't think I have to take notes here. So I think I missed some Aww. stuff that maybe well, I Well, hopefully but, if you did, Like, I, I watched it, it but, but because I didn't write it down, maybe I just didn't remember well, you didn't remember it, the drunken mice so there's that and that was at the start. and that's right at the very yeah beginning. i was all right i was off to a bad start yeah so they all team up then so, so this is all right so they oh, wait no yeah go ahead sorry so this project is the oh, laser somehow yeah. is busted now because mm-hmm. of what uh kent did and now Mitch or Chris knows that Kent did it and Chris has like a meltdown because it's what are you going to do now? Everything's fucked mm-hmm. up and he yeah. freaks out. But there's like the liquid nitrogen. Something's in the freezer that like bing, bing. It's a light bulb in his head that makes him realize, no, wait, we, we can still do it. We just can do it with blocks of ice. I don't know. I'm not a real genius. I don't know what comes to his brain, but. He does it. He gets his ideas going. That we don't. We sh- we need a little montage here, but we're probably montaged out of when they all get together to try this out. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. But they don't exactly. somehow uh, or quickly. Um, Chris heads over to Mitch. They all get this thing going, and they they get the professor in, and they're like, "Come now, we want to mm-hmm. show you how we are going to get this laser to not only work, work amazingly." Oh, it's more powerful. Yes. Which why would the military not want something that's even more, more powerful? powerful? Yeah, <laughs> can kill more people, maybe. So what a great day Chris is having. Val Kilmer's having. He just aced his test, and what he thought was terrible that this laser was broken turns out to be amazing because he figured out how to make the laser even more powerful. Yeah. They shoot exactly. the laser, and this like laser beam goes through the window, through a tree, through a billboard, through. Through the whole town, basically. And joyous celebration. They have no idea Mm -mm. what this is going to be used Mm -mm. for. Mm -mm. No, like I really do feel like sometimes, and this is a cliche, but very, very smart people are very unaware of certain things. They let's I don't know if we want to call it street smarts or something. Well, yeah, yeah. All of these kids are lacking that because no one other than, is it the closet guy? It's that's the like, closet hey, guy. That's like, um, why do you think you would need something this powerful? Right, right. Why would we need something that blows through multiple buildings? Yeah. What What do you think is going to be done with this? Also, there's a mirror that, because um, there's a mirror as part of the whole laser working, right? And there's yes. a mirror that it seems that Kent has been working on. I don't know, mm-hmm. a giant reflective laser piece. Yeah, they're all at the bar and um, celebrating until closet guy comes and kind of bursts their bubble a little um so now a lot happens here near near the end and i am i'm gonna need you to take me through this because i wrote the like my notes are a lot like yours they wire this dude's braces stop playing with yourself they break into atherton's house now they're in a military hangar like these are just sentence fragments that are in my notes well okay jesus (laughs) so i don't know what's going on oh yeah because he's talking kent is talking to jesus so they know they gotta stop the laser they go to the to the lab where the laser is and the laser's gone. Everything is gone. There's yeah. a tracking device on the laser too. That's gone. It's all gone. And there's, n- that because the professor probably, while they were out partying and getting their, 
their celebration on, the professor swooped in and grabbed all of it to bring it immediately over to these government officials. He's on a deadline. Yeah. They're probably like, by midnight tonight, And this is even better than what they had originally thought. So he's excited to, like, bring Mm -hmm. it over to them. And they decide that the one guy that would know, because basically the the, um, Kent is... Basically, like the professor's assistant, more or less. So he he's got all the deets on where what's going on with him. So they say Kent will know where the laser has gone, or at least where the professor is, which is a where the leap. laser would I, be. I gotta say, a big leap here well. to assume that Kent would know after the professor has multiple times been like, "You're not in charge. You gotta listen to Val Kilmer." Now this kid's in charge. Shut your mouth. Also, that job I promised you, uh-uh, you're not getting it. To then say. You know who her besties does too. <laughs> like, well, I think that's their first instinct. Who else? So they. No, I know. I just I find it funny that he would know anything right. that's going on. Well, and he knows he's got limited information. They pump his room right. full of some kind of sleeping gas, I guess, under yes. the door, and then they go in his room and they install some kind of transmitter to his braces. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sounds right to, to where me. he thinks he's hearing. And at first he does. He's looking in his glasses. He's looking under things like, where is this voice coming from? But Mitch does his voice in a microphone and says basically that he is the voice of Jesus. And yep. he is basically guilts Kent into saying, you know, what he knows of where the laser is. Right. Yeah. And yeah, there's an ongoing joke of like, oh, and stop playing with yourself so much. Mm-hmm. Um, later, they Kent he talks to Kent again when later... Kent's in his room, or maybe this is now when Kent is in his room. And I don't know if you noticed, but there's like, like ha- brown poop hands smeared all over Kent's that. room. One hundred percent, I what noticed that. What is happening? That. I have no idea. It's very noticeable <laughs> and odd, and there's never an explanation for it. It looks like poop handprints. You're right, but like childlike poop handprints. Like, they don't look big enough for adult handprints. It's very weird. And they're I, just not commented on. No, and, and they're, they're just, random. They're like, in the shot. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm think it's just to let that. you know how strange Kent is, maybe, that he would smear poop on the... I don't know if it's even supposed to be poop, or he's just trying his I hand at no finger paint. I don't know. I don't know, but I'm glad you saw it too because I was I wrote it in my notes. I was like, "What's going on in Kent's room with the yeah?" Poop I didn't pants? see a drunk mouse, but I'm not going to miss no, poop you're not going to miss poop pants. Wall. That's for sure. Um, let's see. So, so they have to break into a military hangar now when they realize uh-huh. where this is being used mm-hmm. in some sort of plane. So they have fake IDs? I love that. They get, yeah, the, the, what's her name makes them some fake IDs. And um, I like it when she hands them to him. Val Kilmer's like, these are terrible. Mine looks like his and he looks like me. Like, why? These are no good. She switches them. Yeah. And now, yeah, they, they so they have to break into where the hangar is to kind right. of reprogram the laser so that it hits the professor's house instead of wherever yeah. they're going to have it hit. Um, yes. And they also have to get all that popcorn, I guess, into the house. I, like, that was my other question. Like, what's going who on? Who's in charge of hauling all like, that big thing in tinfoil? Like, it's it's a lot of popcorn. I assume it's the stutterer and the black guy. They're like, listen, you guys are in charge of the popcorn. Don't know where you're getting it. That's something that you two you have guys to work have to on. You guys out. have to figure out. Yeah. And they're probably like, what's our motivation for this? 
because Kent they wasn't to mean to popcorn. us. They get to swim in popcorn, <laughs> yes, I guess. I oh, guess. no. But, yeah, so they, they follow the professor. They figure out where they're, they get into the... That's a dicey thing, too. And, again, they're driving Kent's yellow car. Yes. And, and um, Sarah Jessica Parker now has a mustache to make him look older. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Val Kilmer's kind of got a great attitude. I just want to... That line, Sarah Jessica Parker... <laughs> Now has a mustache <laughs> to make him look older. He is amazing. And I don't think anyone would assume they were going to hear that <laughs> on this particular podcast. <laughs> um, Val Kilmer's character's approach to getting through the guards here is very mm-hmm. much like, we're just going to tell them we're in a rush and that we're late <laughs> already and we just have to get there. And come on. Yeah, maybe we're not on the list, but yeah. we're four hours late for our assignment. We're going to be in big trouble. Yeah, and you know the military. If anything, you can just trick them by being like, we're late yeah, to a meeting. Again. We're fi-. He says once, we're five hours late. Yeah, they're very late. To which the guy at the gate could be like, well, what's an extra three minutes? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, let me just check this. It is funny when they go through that last gate after they lie to the one guy, how the other dude gets off the phone. Oh, yeah. And he's like, just... All we have to do is look for something suspicious. Yeah. And the guy's like, you got it. Yep. I, yeah. I did find that funny. Yeah, it was fun. They're was already fun. through. And then they sneak into this plane. I guess they re-coordinate the coordinates? And they have some they're plugging chips that shit they're moving around. Stuff. Yeah, <laughs> And they're on the phone with... Uh, so it's it's closet guy and it's the girl and it's the Asian that are on the one end kind of talking mm-hmm. them through what they have to do. They almost get caught... The professor, who is very tense and angry with everyone the whole time, like with all the government officials, with the people that are working the laser, because he's not hands-on working the laser. But he's like, just, Right. I just assume his job should be drop this off, get my envelope full of money, and leave. Well, but he no, wants to make sure. There. Yeah. He wants to make sure it works and that it does what it says it's going to do. And he's promised them. I, they even say, don't we normally test these the first time? And Oh, no. This yeah. is the test. Mm-hmm. This is the test. Um, I don't know what this is, because what is the test? What are they trying to blow up? What are they going to yeah, shoot? Yeah, what were they going to blow up? Right. Yeah, who were they going to yeah. murder instead of this guy's house? And also, I love the fact that the person uh, controlling this sits in what looks like a big video game machine <laughs> with a giant <laughs> controller in front of him. Yeah, it's like a video game simulator. Yeah. I guess another part of this plan is... Like you said, with the popcorn. But why is Kent there? Because they don't want him to die. Because they keep screaming, like, don't go in that house. Oh, Kent, because Kent now thinks he's study, He's in his room and he's reading about schizophrenia. He really thinks that he's lost his mind a little bit. Oh. So he says. So he just wants to talk to the professor? Yeah, he says, I'm going to go to the professor's house and, and find it. Jesus there. And it's funny when he first does, because he goes in. No, it's no, they just want Kent to see what all of it. Oh, they is. don't want him to go in the house, but they want him to be because there because they to try to stop him from going in the explosion. house. Yeah, right. I just I didn't think they lured him to the house in the first place. I just thought he ended up there. I think and they're like, they did. Oh, no, he might die. I think they came back in through right. whatever. It is funny though when he shows up and <laughs> they're still talking to him on his braces. Yeah, and they're like, Have you been? Playing with yourself. And I love how his response is, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. He walks inside and sees a giant 
whatever aluminum foil ball mm-hmm. of popcorn or well he doesn't, no, he doesn't really know what it's popcorn no right but this is when the laser beam oh wait in the meantime they've goes, also yeah. gathered besides getting kent there they've gathered like the dean from the school oh, yeah, and some congressman guy. yeah and some congressman, some congressman. <laughs> i think right yeah you'll like, want to see this yeah mr congress because now they're gonna they want proof they want to show everybody what a shady guy the professor is um, and this is when Val Kilmer has the same slippers as the dean or whoever. The How is this proving anything? How is this guy's house exploding of popcorn? This congressman was going to be like, well, I guess you showed us all that he's evil. Well, because I think it shows that he was abusing these kids by making them work on this project on the side. Probably didn't tell the school yeah, that he no, had this you whole know deal. Yeah, you have and enough they, people to yeah. testify against him. Okay, yeah. that's a good point. Okay. So, But now, like you said... Uh, even though they're trying to scream at him, don't enter the building, Kent enters the, the house right? because he's waiting for God because the God stops talking to him or Jesus stops talking right. to him. And yes. he says, well, I'm just going to go inside then if you don't. And that's mm-hmm. when the laser comes shining through the stained glass window. And it's like this bright light. And Kent is like, oh, my God, it is. It's Jesus. It's like, oh, my God. I really have schizophrenia. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, this, this is, is all... serious. And now. then it heats up the tinfoil, which is a ton of popcorn, which Kent again is like, oh, my God. Um, and, uh, and yeah, suddenly they realize, the professor and the government officials all realize something's gone very, very wrong with this laser. And Yeah. Yeah, the house explodes yeah. with popcorn. Mm-hmm. Th- that's how wrong this is. And now, okay, so first of all, while all of this is happening, the guy who lives in the closet shows up with that woman mm-hmm. who's really into smart guys. Mm-hmm. And she says, I have a survival place in Wyoming. <laughs> and so we're going to live there now. And I think he even says, we're married. Yeah. All of this happened very quickly. Very quickly. And he's got a Winnebago, which I think was one yes. of the winnings from all of the sweepstakes that he had. All entered. of the sweepstakes, yeah. yes, exactly. And they're gonna... And then random kids come out of nowhere to play in mm-hmm. popcorn. It's so much popcorn. They could swim in it. How fun. They could swim in it. Yeah. 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 And then everybody wants to rule the world starts playing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how this ends. And the That's professor ends up going it's, back to his house, doesn't he? And the dog yeah, comes he's, barking he's, by. He's upset. We don't see him being arrested or anything. No. Not that we need to see this. But it's it's a very, very strange ending to this movie. But also, it's a kooky 80s teen romp. Yeah. So, yeah, like people rolling around in, in piles of popcorn kind Makes of sense. is par for the yeah. course. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. That's how it ends. Yep. Final thoughts real genius is real genius i enjoyed it i okay. really did like it it was a lot of fun val kilmer was fun i like the story i like that it highlighted um like quote nerds you know and and sure. their plight i like that everyone i i liked it the the bad guys were dislikable and the good guys were very likable and i enjoyed it i had fun it's with it. really it's really funny how um now like currently I guess nerds are popular, and I don't know if it has to do with Big Bang Theory or that was just part of it, mm-hmm. but it's surprising that it didn't happen in the 80s. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of these movies that were trying to prop nerds up, but I guess it just didn't take. Well, I think it did, because you then you, you had like the alt kind of vibe, right? That's what the 90s alternative kind of was, like... 
Nerds gone okay. naughty? I don't know. But Nerds you're right. gone naughty? Jamie, that sounds like some weird porno. I know it does. Nerds That's gone my naughty. recommendation, actually. Showtime yeah. after dark. No. Um, yeah. That's yeah. your real genius porn parody. It's 80s, just called Nerds Gone Naughty. Yeah. The 80s was just about shoving that like typical 80s. I don't know. I don't know why. You're right. Wow. I don't know why the nerd okay. stuff didn't. But it kind of did. It kind of had its own little place. Yeah, I just I just feel like it didn't go as far as it is now. Well, I think that's because the vibe of yeah, the 80s. Where it's like, oh, boy, remember how when, if you liked superhero stuff, you were a nerd? Now everybody loves superhero yeah, shit. Super <laughs> everybody cool loves that way. comic yeah. books and stuff like that. I just don't feel like it, it was as widely accepted well, then I'm as glad it, it is, is now. now. But, I'm yeah, glad yeah. we evolved. But you I didn't you, like it. I think you and I are a little split on this. Yeah. I was, um, it felt a little bit too long. Oh. And um, while I, everything I enjoyed about this had kind of nothing to do with the plot. I, I didn't care about lasers. I no. didn't care about the bad guy. Mm. Like I kind of just, I kind of just felt like, oh, I could just hang out in this dorm for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, let me just give me a movie where they're hanging out. I don't need bad guys i don't need well that's dumb to say because i feel like you kind of then you need did otherwise then it's of, just like a yeah then it's just a hangout movie but it could have just been a hangout movie for you? it could have yeah. just been a movie about this kid who's who realizes that there's more to life than studying and i think you could have done that without the lasers and the i don't i don't know uh-huh. i don't know uh, yeah, this this didn't really work didn't for me. Hit the so mark for you. yeah, right. it didn't. It didn't. But speaking of hitting the mark, what hit the mark with you as far as some sort of recommendation? Oh well, I so my recommendation would be that Val Kilmer documentary. It's really well done. What's it's it really called? Really sweet. Um, I don't mean to put Val? you on the spot here. Let me like Val. You made this, so are you your own pal? I mean. I'm not it was sure made by his title. son, though, wasn't it? Put together, and it's really good because you oh, realize. Oh, was it? Oh, I thought I thought he made it. I thought it was his son that did it. Oh, okay. Val Kilmer documentary shows what I know. I didn't even know Val Kilmer had a son. <laughs> oh my god! Did you watch the documentary? I did. It's it was a while ago. Available on Netflix. <laughs> what we learned from Val. It's called Val. Oh, it's just all right. That's cool. Yeah. All right. It's yeah. a personal. It is a very intensely personal portrait. And it's it really does show you like that he, I don't know. There was another, um, oh gosh, what's the singer's name that they did? Oh, there's a female singer, and now I'm blanking on her name, where they did a similar documentary about her. And similarly, she lost her voice. Linda Ronstadt. Oh, okay. Um, it's really, it's a, that too is no another idea. great documentary. Okay. And, and what a rocker Linda Ronstadt was. So, okay, I'll recommend two documentaries, back-to-back documentaries. For uh, the listeners, one would be Val. This um, it's got really great, never before seen footage spanning his forty-year career. Yeah, I, we were talking about it earlier. Like, yeah. I love the fact that before before cell phones and we all had recording mm-hmm. devices in our pockets, he sort of documented much of his youth. Yeah, and what a fun idea. Yeah, that I feel like how did. Why did nobody else do this? I know we were talking about Tom Cruise, and he's a big weirdo, so maybe that's why. But why didn't anybody else be I like, know. oh, yeah, let's go out and get a camcorder that costs 
a ton of money that you had to put the old VHS tapes in. Mm-hmm. They were that big. Mm-hmm. And just do this same thing. It's it's really surprising. Yeah, it shows again, it so. shows you what an artist he really truly was always yeah. is. And now he like I want to say they live in New Mexico or something, like lives next to his daughter. Like his kids are in it. It's really yeah. it's very sweet. And the same thing, let me look up the Linda Ronstadt one so people know what yeah, it is. I, it's I very just, good. Linda. I'm just hoping that um, you know, younger people now who are getting into the industry and are coming up might be doing the same thing. Just do this. Yeah, just because when you're when well, you're when you're are. isn't that what YouTube is? When you're done and you're a thing of the past, like then you can put together a documentary and be like, oh look, I, I was I, I did stuff once, and I was you know, and I'm not saying that that's what Val Kilmer is now, but you know, not trying to undersell his current appeal. I don't know if there's much of a current appeal for Val Kilmer, well. but you said. Based on the commercials, he's in that new Top Gun movie. Yeah, I think he is. And I think he's sick in it. So, yeah, my recommendations. Val and right. The Sound of My Voice, the Linda Ronstadt documentary. Fantastic. All right. Two recommendations. Two. Sometimes you don't have a single one. I know. You're making up for past episodes right now. Um, my recommendation isn't very good. Um, but if people are watching me, you know, we did that movie there. Oh, well, uh, yeah, we did. Uh, what's it called? I'm trying to I forget uh, the something little darlings. Little darlings, yeah. The Aww. poster above that is for a movie, <laughs> and I've had this poster for a long time because a little you know information that nobody really needs to know. For my master's degree, I didn't have to do a thesis. Mm-mm. Getting a master's in graphic design is, I think, first of all, bullshit. Anyway, <laughs> but uh, I did it. I had to do it, and. All you had to do at the end was to make a book. Mm. You had to create a book. You had to design a book and have it printed. And like a coffee table book. Mm -hmm. And my book, for some reason, I don't know why I came up with this, was on the history of Eastern European movie posters. Love it. Love it. So I would see these, you know, doing research and and designing the book. Mm -hmm. This poster looks really creepy and weird. Mm -hmm. And it's for a Polish movie called... I like bats. Bats? <laughs> and it's bats. Okay. It's a vampire movie. And I've had that poster for so long and I'd never seen the movie. Did <laughs> until you watch it? Recently okay. I watched it and it's pretty great. Okay. Because I always I really loved the poster. I thought it was great and it's a gorgeous poster. And I was like, what a stupid name for this movie. I'm sure it's bad. I finally watched it and it's really and interesting and it. weird. Um and yeah, people should uh, check that out. That's my recommendation. All right. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, Jamie, I said that this month is called Listener Request Month. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do our second of two Listener Request episodes comes. next Number time. Two. We are going to watch Victor Victoria. Oh. Okay. Apparently a musical. Yep. Let's you love a musical. Oh, oh, okay. Wait a second. Hold on. Do you know anything about this? I think I You said yep as if you... Oh. Yeah. Julie Andrews? Yeah. I think it might be our first Julie Andrews awesome. joint. Awesome. So, yeah. So, we're going to do that. That was uh, requested by Laura, who uh, joined us for our um, Summer of Sidekicks uh, for yes. that... What was that witch movie? The, oh. te- the one where she's a the teen one with, witch? No. No, no, no. The one with Tim Daly. Oh. Oh. It was really good. Yeah. Why can't I think of the name of it? Spellcaster, Necromancer. Yeah. Eh, something. That was really good. That was really good. 
Oh my god, I want to watch that movie again. I did not expect Tim Daly to be stabbed <laughs> and murdered near the end of that movie. He's the hero. Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. Anyway, that's what we'll be watching next time. Uh, so go check out Victor Victoria, I guess. We will be. Yeah. I've never seen it before. I'm excited. But when there's singing and there's dancing and all that stuff. You're usually on board. I'm usually on board. I'm usually a fan of those. All right. I think we've talked enough. We're almost at the two-hour mark. know it, buddy. Longer longer than this movie that I said was too long. All right, everybody. We will talk to you again in two weeks. Until then, have a good Ciao. Picking up business and putting them in a pen. And all she wants to do is dance, dance. Rebels been rebels since I don't know when. example was under h for toy yeah if i was like 13 14 i'd be like did you hear there's a new top gun i can't wait to watch it i don't have time there's no time for the new top gun